This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and you're listening to the Retirement Ready Show I got my buddy here, Brad Allen. Hello, how you doing? How are you, buddy? Doing great. Hair is looking good. Appreciate it. I like it. it. Too bad people can't see you. (laughs) It's a good time of year, right? It's uh, Is that the Dodge? Are you changing the subject on me? (laughs) I know you were talking about uh, maybe putting cameras in this room. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who would watch it? Uh, Maybe the ladies, some guys. Who knows? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. No, I should ask. I should ask the wife and see what she thinks. Yeah, she'll say no. She'll yeah, say she'll no. Say, I, I say Keep no them to myself. Already, you know. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You got that lawnmower out. I know you like your rider. Yeah. Is that a zero turn or? It absolutely is a zero turn. Yeah. So it's uh, uh, got it last year and got to know how to handle it and all that kind of stuff. I just don't know how to change oil. I'm not good with any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure it out. Main thing yeah. is the cup holder ready and what's going in it. Yeah. Cup holder is definitely ready, um, and we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the day, I guess. That's right. That's right. <laughs> depends on the kids, how crazy they're driving you. Huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to go over the lawn twice and do it that way and this way. And get there you go. I, I absolutely love it. But welcome, everybody, to the show. I've got a couple of quick questions for you. Are you 10 years or less from retirement, or are you already retired? If you answered yes to one of these questions, you'll need to know certain key ages and dates that could have a significant impact on your future retirement. And that's what we're really going to focus in on today's show. Assuming that you're not in a car driving, um, I want you to get out a a paper, pencil, pen, and take some notes on these important date-related rules, deadlines, and strategies that are really key to getting all you can out of retirement. A good financial advisor or fiduciary is going to help his or her clients make sure they understand the ages and dates and when things should be done and, more importantly, provide help to get them done properly. So if you're concerned that you might not have the help you need or to enjoy the retirement with dignity that you deserve, reach out to someone. Find a good fiduciary that can help you with this because your retirement is too important to just let it happen. You need a well-thought-out plan. We call ours the Retirement Ready Roadmap to make sure you're taking the right actions at the right times. And today we want to talk about how this could help minimize taxes, avoid penalties, maximize income, that's a big one, and reduce the risk of running out of money in retirement. But what we really want to spend our time on is helping you derive a strategy that will help ensure you succeed. And whatever that word retirement means for you, what is your retirement? What's the why behind your retirement? And we want to help you build a plan around that. And, you know, as we jump in here, Brad, I think we have to first kind of acknowledge that retirement is complex. It definitely is. And it's it's nerve wracking. It's it's stressful thinking about retirement. We meet so many people that, you know, are five years out from retirement. They're already starting to stress out about 
where am I going to take this money from? When am I going to take Social Security? So retirement is not as simple as it may seem. Instead, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, things. There's a lot of time and major transitions to make. So if you're like most people, you'll be going from uh, having a paycheck every week or every two weeks to figuring out how to create that paycheck from the money you've saved. And once you stop working, you'll likely leave your health insurance behind. And fortunately, you may have uh, COBRA or, or Medicare as replacements, but the rules and deadlines concerning those programs can be complex as well. Maybe you've uh, got many years ahead of you and, and you want to enjoy them, you want to travel and those things. Maybe you have longevity in your family, but if you do, right, the longer you live, the longer Social Security and your assets have to last, right? So you want to plan for longevity and make sure that what you have saved is going to make it as long as you do. Um, if you've been contributing to a 401k, maybe you have a 403b, some kind of workplace retirement plan, you'll want to change that to an individual retirement account, an IRA. You know, a lot of folks, once they get to that retirement stage, just in that 401k, there's nothing wrong with that account, but it's just pretty limited on the amount of options they have inside of that account. So what a lot of folks will do is they'll uh, roll that over to a traditional IRA, uh, and now they have kind of the world at their fingertips at that point. So rules related to taxes, Medicare, Social Security, and other issues are, are not only complex, but they require you to do certain things at certain times. So we're going to dig in today and just kind of go over some of those timelines, some of those ages you have to be aware of. Brad, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Let's uh, fast forward for a second. Maybe we can get in our time travel machine. Okay. It's January 1st, 2026. What are you doing? 2026. Paying more taxes. Yes, that's sure. it. You got it, buddy. You're paying more taxes, right? Tax rates are scheduled to go up after 2025. Look, not not a political show, but whether you voted for President uh, Trump or you voted for President Biden, if we think back to the Trump administration, they got this tax cut that went through, right, that lowered tax rates for individuals, right, doubled for the most part the standard deduction, so most of us don't itemize anymore. But that plan, the way it was written, expires at the end of 2025. So regardless of what the Biden administration is proposing as tax rate increases, let's assume for a second that they're unable to get any of those through. We know tax rates are still going up in 2026. So that's a big date that we want to think about. That's a date that those go up. And remember, back in 2018, that Tax Cuts and Jobs Act went into effect, right? But that's the one that expires. So what can you do now? Now might be the best opportunity you may ever have to convert your taxable retirement account to an income tax-free Roth IRA. That's called a Roth conversion. It is a taxable event, and it may have several tax-related consequences. So you want to make sure you consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions about your IRA. And a Roth conversion won't be best for everyone, but now's a great time to at least consider it. I think historically we may, you know, look back at this time period and say, boy, we're in a pretty low tax rate environment, right? We have debt to GDP where we owe more money as a country. We're spending to the tune of trillions and trillions of dollars, right? So we might look back and say, I wish I took advantage of that time when tax rates were much, much lower. Another time period we think about, Brad, is the five years before and the five years after that 10-year window that surrounds retirement. 
Yeah, it's what you call a sequence of returns risk, right? I mean, that that time before your retirement and, and the time right after is an important 10-year period uh, because you want to know what kind of risk you're taking. What kind of level of risk are you taking? You always hear that you should start to pull back on the risk the closer you get to retirement, but why is that? And the reason why, and, and Tony, we had the classes we teach around the area here. We, we have this, uh, this screen that shows two different families, right? One family that they both have the same amount of money saved. They both withdraw the same amount per year. But one family goes through a different market period than the other family. And the first family goes through a market period where they lose money early in retirement. You know, they lose 10%, 5%, then they kind of break even the third year. But because of when they lost money uh, versus later on in retirement for that other family, the amount of money that they have left later is so much different, right? If you lose money early in retirement or right before retirement, you don't have the time to make that money back at that point, right? Because you're thinking about withdrawing this money now. And if you're withdrawing that money, you're, you're taking that money out at a loss and now that's a forever loss. So you wanna make sure that you look at not only what is the average rate of return that you're trying to hit, but how much risk are you taking and how much actual money would you lose if the market went down substantially, especially early in retirement? It is a big deal for a lot of people. It's why we saw a lot of people have to go back to work in 2000, right after 2008. Yeah, obviously everybody remembers that date, right? The market went down very quickly and people were not prepared for it. If you're too risky or too aggressive at that point in retirement, that's where uh, you know you lost a lot of money and you might not have had the time to make it back, so you had to go back to work. So if you don't want to do that going forward, let's make sure you get that risk handled. I definitely don't want to do that, Brad. Once, right. once I retire, I want to stay retired. Right. I want to get it right the first time. That's right. Another big number, Brad, 59 and a half. That's the first age that you can take penalty-free withdrawals from your retirement accounts. And if you, actually, if you decide to retire early and have a 401k, you can take penalty-free withdrawals once you reach 55. But for most people, the age 59 and a half is a key date for accessing money in most other retirement accounts. Take withdrawals earlier, and you'll likely not only pay taxes, but you'll face a 10% penalty. And there can be several reasons why penalty-free access to retirement funds might be important. Some might center around tax planning. As I mentioned earlier, we know rates are going up after December of 2025. There might be circumstances where it would be beneficial to take a withdrawal from an IRA or 401k or one of these other tax-deferred retirement accounts and pay the taxes now before rates go up. And this could be especially important with regards to the opportunity to convert some or all of your retirement account money to a tax-free Roth IRA. So understand that even if you do a Roth conversion prior to 59 and a half, there's no 10% penalty on the amount converted. But let's say you wanted to take an additional withdrawal from a traditional IRA to pay any of the taxes resulting from the conversion, this portion would be subject to a 10% penalty if you're less than 59 and a half but there will be no penalty after that age. So it's an important age to think about and consider. And when you think about these looming tax rate increases, having a portion or even all of your retirement funds in a tax-free account might just make sure your future retirement looks a lot more confident and enjoyable. Brad, I'll tell you, in all the years I've been doing this, when I have a retiree that's living off of their Roth IRA, I have yet for someone to say, 
boy, I wish I was paying taxes on my income. Right. Just doesn't happen, <laughs> right? That tax-free income is such a great thing. Next big one, Brad, we have to think about Social Security, right? We can take it at 62 and take the, the reduction. We can wait till full retirement, 66 to 67, depending on your birth year. Or you can get that delayed growth and take it at 70. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, different ages or anywhere in between, right? I mean, every month it technically goes up a little bit. And a lot of people come in and, and whether we talk about it on the podcast here, we talk about it in the classes we teach. I mean, Social Security, there's just so many different ways you can take it and so many different things to think about. But you're right. I mean, you can take Social Security as early at, as 62. If you do that, you're going to lock into a lower amount because everybody's full retirement age is going to be a little bit different. It's based on your, your birth date. It's anywhere from 65 to 67. That would be your, your full retirement age. And all that means is that is 100% of your benefit. So if you take it at 62 and your full retirement age is 66, you're going to lock into about 75% of what your full benefit would be. So just know that ahead of time. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe you don't have a lot of longevity in your family and you want to get the most out of taking Social Security. So that's why you're going to take it early. But just remember, from 62 to your full retirement age, Social Security goes up 6% per year. And then from your full retirement age to 70, it goes up a little bit more. It goes up 8% per year. Now, when you talk about 6 or 8% guaranteed growth, you have to look at what other fixed buckets like that, like CDs or those kind of things, are, are making 6 to 8%. And the answer is pretty much nothing right now, right? So a lot of folks are just looking at can I hold off on taking Social Security, get a little growth out of it, so that if I do have that longevity gene, it's going to be there and it's going to be a higher amount for the rest of my life. The other thing to think about with Social Security, you know, you can talk about what age makes the most sense, but really what I would start taking a look at is how does it work with everything else that you have? You know, I, I meet so many people that have 401ks and that's the only account they have. It's all tax deferred, which in the end means in their 70s, they're probably going to be in a pretty high tax bracket because of required minimum distributions and all those kind of things. So to them, it may make way more sense to take from the 401k first early in retirement while they're in the lowest tax bracket of their life and let Social Security grow. But these are the things that you want to look at when you're putting a retirement plan together. What makes the most sense as a whole picture, not just in these different categories? Really important to think about that ahead of time. And you nailed it, Brad, thinking about it as an asset, right? If we can get more, it's a pretty simple equation. If we can get more out of Social Security, if we can structure a tax planning strategy where you're not paying as much taxes, that means you can live off of more of the Social Security because it's not going to Uncle Sam. We don't have to take as much out of retirement accounts or our money simply lasts longer. Another age, and this is one, Brad, that recently changed just a couple years ago. It used to be 70 and a half. It's now 72, unless you had reached that age already, where you have to start taking what's called re required minimum distribution. So unless your IRA or 401k is set up as a Roth account, 
You as the owner will be required to take minimum distributions when you turn 72. And I mentioned to you earlier, a prime tax planning window opens up for a lot of people starting the day they stop working because you have a greater control over your income, which means you have a greater control over your taxes. But once you start Social Security, once you hit 72 and you start taking these required minimum distributions, that window closes in the sense that you have less control over your income. We have to take that RMD out. Right. And Brad, you and I meet people uh, nearly every week that when we do projections, they're forced to take six bigger withdrawals. That's a big number. And that can be a lot of taxable income. That's going to fill up those lower buckets. It's going to start to rob us from some of the tax planning strategies. So the sooner we can jump on those, the better. When we can control your income, we can control your tax brackets. That makes a big difference in the long term. And other thing, Brad, life expectancy, they say, uh, you know, guys are going to live to 84 right now and women on average 86. And, you know, I think for some folks, you know, they think that, you know, full retirement age is the best, you know, time to start benefits. And it might be, but many situations a person could gain an advantage by starting sometime after or even before they reach their full retirement age. So point being, it's really going to be dependent on your situation, how you want to plan this out, what tax strategies we're implementing, and, and it should really be working together. Next big age, Brad, 65, Medicare. Yay, Medicare. Yeah, so this is a big one. And, and this is not something that I do personally, but at our office, we have a person for everything, right? We have the uh, advisors who do the investments and the planning and those kind of things. We also have somebody for healthcare. You know, Medicare is a big decision that you have to make as to, to what you're going to do there. So with regards to Medicare, the age is 65. And a common question that many of our clients ask is if they need to sign up for Medicare when they reach that age. Before answering that question, it's important to understand that Medicare in general and specifically enrollment dates can be quite complex. And, and you want to avoid mistakes here because if you get this wrong, you're not only facing uh, maybe some gaps in coverage, but also lifetime penalties as well. So if you need health insurance as soon as you reach age 65, you want to sign up for Medicare. But if you or your spouse are still working when you turn 65 and you have an employer-provided plan that you like and you want to keep, then Medicare works a little bit differently. So again, it's important to work with somebody who is knowledgeable when it comes to Medicare because you don't want to get that wrong. And then also, you know, one thing we tie with that uh, on our end is just remember what you, what you do two years uh, from the time you're paying premiums. So they always, the Medicare always looks two years back. So if you're doing Roth conversions, they're looking at your income two years ago to determine what your premium is going to be going forward. So you just want to know those kind of things. It all ties together. And that's why it's important to have a team around you that helps you out. And we take that team approach here at our firm. Of course, we have the fiduciaries, the financial advisors, we have accountants. So we do tax returns for our clients. We can pull them in on tax planning strategies. We have a health insurance agent, whether it's getting you to Medicare or then at Medicare age deciding, do I want a supplemental and bandage plan? Then we also have an elder law attorney to help you sort through your legal documents. So I think there is a unique advantage of having those professionals working together as a team. And you also really want to think about the age that you stop working. So certainly that's going to be a key number for obvious reasons. But I want to discuss what I believe to be the most important for so many people. And, and it's not obvious to everyone, but that reason's taxes. 
Now, I want to be clear. I'm not a CPA. I'm not an accountant. So you should really seek the advice of a qualified tax professional. But as I've mentioned throughout the show today, tax rates are scheduled to go up in 2026. And even without these increases, taxes could easily prove to be one of your biggest expenses in retirement. But with some advanced tax planning strategies, the dates you stop working might also provide you with some significant opportunities to reduce taxes over your lifetime. The reason? That planning can bring about, you know, this idea that when retirement arrives, you might find you have a lot more control over your taxable income and control that you might not have had previously, right? So it's something we really need to think about. And and losing that control can really be problematic, right? When we control your income, that means we can control your tax brackets. When we control your tax brackets, we can minimize your taxes and take advantage of time periods when we're in those lower brackets. So that becomes really, really important, right? I think we also need to think about longevity, right? One in three 65-year-olds are going to live to age 90. One in seven are going to live to 95. And you don't want to take the chance that you're going to be part of the group who lives beyond average life expectancy without making sure you have an income plan to account for that, right? Your retirement and income plan, your retirement-ready roadmap should tell you exactly where your income's coming from, from what accounts and what order, and how long that income will last. That's really, really important. Brad, of all the ages and dates that we discussed, probably the single most important time is right now. Now's the time to make sure you have a solid retirement plan. You don't want to delay this because the earlier you start the planning process, the more options you're going to have to make sure your future is secure and comfortable. A great retirement plan anticipates these key years and ages and when it might be important to take action to avoid penalties, but more importantly even is to take advantage of opportunities. Proper preparation and good planning could help minimize taxes, avoid penalties, maximize income, and most importantly, reduce the risk of running out of money. Number one fear and concern we get, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? People are really, when they ask me that, they're asking about income. Am I going to have the income I need to survive all the hurdles in retirement, rising taxes, inflation, market volatility, but also do the bucket list, the fun stuff? Am I going to be able to afford that as inflation goes up and do some of those things that I've always dreamed of? Having that retirement-ready roadmap can really help you secure that. We really appreciate you tuning in. You've been listening to The Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement-ready roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial 
financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.